I'm Shanna Hutchison, dietitian, blogger, and mama, born and raised in the heart of the Midwest. I believe that wellness goes way beyond what we eat and that our body size does not determine our worth. I'm passionate about showing other women how to live a life they truly love, one that feels purposeful, that helps them feel their best physically, mentally, and emotionally, and that being a mom can be one of the best things you ever do without it becoming your entire identity. This is a place you can come to hear vulnerable and interesting conversations about health and wellness, motherhood, entrepreneurship, and more. If you want to find freedom with food, learn how to improve your overall well-being, and stop waiting for a number on the scale to start living your best life and go after your goals, then you're in the right place. I'm so excited to learn and grow together. This is the Wellness for the Win podcast. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year and welcome back to my show or welcome to my show if it's your first time tuning in. It's my very first episode of 2023. I cannot believe I'm entering year two of this venture, although technically my one year anniversary of the podcast is in May, um, right around my birthday and baby number two's due date, so an eventful month. But I am really excited to continue bringing you hopefully some great conversations and episodes in 2023. And if you have any special requests as far as what you'd like to hear in the new year, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. It's always helpful to hear feedback. Um, you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram at Wellness for the Win or Wellness for the Win Pod. Or if you want to leave me a review, that would be amazing as well um, with any feedback on the show so far, plus any requests for future episodes or guests that you'd like to hear from. Or you can always email me at wellnessforthewin at gmail.com. But however you want to do it, I would love to hear from you and get some of your suggestions because I always want to deliver what you guys want to hear. So for today's episode, as you know, obviously, beginning of January, tis the season for New Year's resolutions and all that fun stuff, right? So today I'm going to share some of my personal goals and intentions for the new year, as well as some tips and things for you to maybe consider or think about as we enter this fresh new year. But first, I wanted to start off with some real talk because I shared this in an Instagram caption on Christmas Day, actually. But I just wanted to say, for anyone out there who also had a similar experience, December was full of fun and beautiful moments and we ended up having an amazing Christmas, but it was also an extremely freaking hard and exhausting month in so many ways, physically, mentally, and emotionally. So just to kind of walk you through some of the things that we experienced, one Sunday morning, or excuse me, one Sunday evening, Rhett woke up with a fever And shortly after that, he was being like really clingy and fussy. And shortly after that, he randomly vomited, which he's like not done in a very long time, over a year, all over both of us, might I add, um, which really did not phase me at all. If you're a mom, you get it. (laughs) It's like, you know, you just it's heartbreaking watching them be sick and not feel well. He was crying and so sad and just didn't understand like what was happening or why. So I was like about to cry. It was just really hard to watch. But Um, Then the next day, he woke up with signs of hand, foot, and mouth, which we were honestly at the time, we were just kind of waiting for that to happen because a few others at our daycare had already had it in the previous week. So we figured it was only a matter of time before we got hit with it as well. So that ended up keeping him home from daycare that full week during which Ethan and I tried to juggle watching him and working from home and just, you know, passing things back and forth. And that's always really hard. And thankfully, Rhett did not do too bad with hand, foot, and mouth. We 
that's our first experience with it. So we didn't know what to expect, but he was honestly acting very normal besides having a little bit of a reduced appetite the first couple of days. The spots didn't seem to bother him too much. He mostly had spots on his booty is where they showed up first. And then he got some spots on like his chin and cheek and very, very minimal spots on his hands and feet. But um, anyway, he most for the most part, he had great energy. He was happy. He just, you know, couldn't go to daycare because he was still contagious or whatever. So anyway, it was a blessing that he was not really bothered by it, but still hard for us to have to, you know, juggle him at home. And then later that week, Ethan started to not feel well. So then he was sick for almost a full week. And so I was basically on solo mom duty for a very long time. At that point, it felt like almost two full weeks of it while, again, trying to juggle working from home and all the things. So once they were finally both healthy again, Rhett randomly woke up again with another fever and we ended up, it it was right before Christmas. So we ended up missing one of our family Christmas celebrations as a result. And I was honestly so terrified at the time that we would end up also missing Christmas Eve and Christmas Day um, with family because we had already missed the previous weekend, we missed another one with family because of both of the my boys being sick. So anyway, thankfully, this next fever was short lived, just 24 hour thing. And honestly, in hindsight, I'm wondering if it's maybe like two year molars coming in or something because I feel like he's been dro- drooling more than usual. But anyway, if you're even still listening to this. Um, and then, of course, uh, I have to mention too, Christmas Eve, we realized one of our pipes was frozen. One of our faucets was nothing was coming out. So we were doing all the things for like five plus hours to make sure we didn't have a pipe burst in our brand new house on Christmas when no one could come help us. So it was just a whole, you know, a couple of struggle, struggle bus things in a row. And it was really defeating and draining and exhausting in so many ways. And so again, you know, just a reminder for everyone that sometimes life does not go according to plan and we just have to make the best of it. And thankfully, we ended up having a super fun night with Rhett the night that he had a fever and we missed a family Christmas. We gave him a present early. He was honestly in the best mood ever despite having a fever um, and it all ended up being okay. And thankfully also our pipe did not burst. <laughs> we were, we got it all figured out. Ethan handled majority of it, but it was just a really stressful thing. So if you had a struggle bus December with lots of sicknesses or any other weird crap that popped up. You're not alone. And comparison is the thief of joy. I think we all know that. If you found yourself struggling with comparison with Christmas decorations or how many Christmas parties you did or did not attend or the festive outfits that people were wearing and all the things throughout the month of December due to social media, you're not alone. Um, I even felt like a little bit of that this, this month and I don't normally struggle too much with that. I feel like I've gotten to a a pretty good place where I'm like, if I'm feeling kind of icky, I'll I'll just like step away or mute mute people if I need to or whatever it may be. But yeah, I, I kind of felt like that too this year for whatever reason. So if you are also struggling with that, you're not alone. But Um, I think we all know that Instagram is a freaking highlight reel. We only see the very brightest spots in people's lives. And my hope is that my page is a space where you can see the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I share all sides. And so that you know that you're never alone in any of the hard stuff that you're going through. I never want my page to be a highlight reel and look like my whole life is perfect and my house is perfect and all the things. You know, it's just not, not reality for most of us. So Now that I've had a little vent session and told you guys probably way more than you cared to know, 
I did want to move into some positivity (laughs) and encouragement for you as we move into this brand new year. So I haven't necessarily set any quote unquote resolutions for several years now, but I do try to have some goals and intentions in mind as we enter each new year because I do feel like it, it does feel like a good time to reflect on the past year and what I've accomplished or other goals I still have and want to accomplish or, or things that have simply brought me joy or things that I felt were maybe missing or that I haven't been prioritizing enough, etc. So, so one thing I wanted to definitely touch on was that throughout this past month of all the sicknesses blowing through our household, I was reminded yet again that I tend to measure my worth by my productivity and it's very triggering for me to feel like I'm failing in multiple areas all at the same time. So for example, when Rhett was sick and home from daycare and I was attempting to work while juggling him, I felt like a shitty mom, a shitty employee. I was slacking on my business responsibilities. I was just really struggling with that and I strive to perform in so many different areas. So when I feel like I'm struggling in not just one, but multiple all at the same time, that is really hard for me and it just like sends me into a spiral sometimes. And I'm guilty of getting sucked into like this black hole of negativity and like pissed offness when things like that happen. And it's really hard for me to just like flip a switch and turn my mood around and be like, okay, all is well, you know, the sun is shining, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I just have to like sit in it and be mad. But this is something that I really want to work on because I know it affects the people around me, like my family. You know, if if I'm in a pissy mood, it affects Ethan, it affects Rhett, it affects everyone, you know, and how our family or our household kind of runs if I'm in a mood. So um, I definitely want to work on that. And also just remembering that moving forward, my productivity does not determine my worth. I have to remind myself of that, honestly, daily. And remember that I am more than my to-do list and I cannot expect myself to give 100% in every single area 24-7. It's just not possible. And I especially need to embrace this as we prepare to welcome another baby into our family. I've heard I've heard from others that it is a little bit easier to like let go when you have a second child because you just know <laughs> that you simply can't do it all. So you don't try. Whereas with your first, you're like, oh, I can do it all. I'm, you know, I got this. And with your second, like you're a little bit more willing to ask for help. I do think that'll be the case where I'll be more accepting of help and like asking for it. Um, But I will probably still struggle to know that I'm not necessarily like accomplishing all the things. And um, so I'm going to be actively working on this mindset for the next several months leading up to baby's due date. If you are currently pregnant or postpartum and looking for some safe, effective, and quick workouts to do, you have to check out Expecting and Empowered. I used their workout guides during my pregnancy with Rhett, but now they are new and improved and they have an app for your phone, which makes it so easy and convenient to use. They even have Spotify playlists already created for you that you can access to listen to while you work out. These workouts are programmed specifically for your stage of pregnancy and or postpartum, and I know that when I was a first-time mom-to-be, I always felt super nervous about what types of exercise I should or shouldn't be doing, so I love knowing that they are all safe and supportive of the stage that you're in right now. The pregnancy workouts specifically include flexibility, pelvic floor, and strength moves, and they have workouts for upper body, lower body, and then a full body workout day. I have loved using these workouts so far during this pregnancy, and I'm excited to keep using them so I can continue to feel strong leading up to labor and recovery, and of course, to keep up with my crazy toddler in the meantime. You can use my affiliate code wellnessforthewind to save when you sign up for the app. I'll leave all the information for you in the show notes as well. I hope you love it as much as I do. 
other things that I want to prioritize in the new year. So first off, I really want to prioritize friendships. So I am, I feel super grateful and blessed to have lots of really close friends. And thankfully, pretty much all of them live here um, locally. So I can see them really in a time that I want. However, I don't see them nearly as much as I would like. It can be really hard to make it happen sometimes to get together with people when you work full time and then you have kids schedules to work around and Then for me, I also have my business. So a lot of times on like evenings and weekends, I'm catching up on stuff for that. So sometimes I feel like my time with my friends falls to the back burner more than I would like. We we still get together with our friends a good amount, you know, different friend groups, but specifically having like girl time like one on one or in small groups more often, I think would be really good for me. And while I know that this may will likely be difficult once we do have another newborn. Although babies are a little bit easier. You know, toddlers, you have to like entertain them and worry about them running around. So I can go anywhere with a newborn. (laughs) Um, So when I'm on maternity leave and Rhett will be in daycare, it'll be a little bit easier to get out and about with a baby that'll just like sleep on me, which will be great. Um, But anyway, I want to go into that season of, you know, having another newborn, knowing that this is something that I really do want to embrace and prioritize more this time around. With Rhett, it was totally different because, first of all, he was my first baby. He was born in January, so it was freezing. I had no desire to go anywhere. And it was also January of 2021, so it was still kind of a weird time with COVID. And so having this baby in May, when it's nice enough to get out and about, and not to mention that'll be a necessity with also having a toddler to entertain who needs you know, needs to burn off energy and stuff. And just knowing that I want to make this more of a priority for my mental health and lean on my support system, I really want to make this happen more often. So this is me like putting it out into the universe that I really want to prioritize friendships throughout 2023. And another relationship that I really want to focus on this year is my relationship with Ethan. So we have really struggled to go on like date nights or have solo time as much as we would like as well for a lot of the same reasons that I mentioned previously, you know, schedules and work and kids and all the things. You just like get stuck in the daily routine and the all the to-dos and before you know it, you're like, wow, we haven't had like a date night in like six weeks or more. Um, so we really do do want to make that happen more frequently, even if it's like simple little things like meeting for lunch on a work day or going to a super casual dinner spot on a weeknight. You know, that kind of stuff I think would be just just be really good for us to have a little bit more one on one time where we can actually like talk and not, you know, <laughs> have a, again, a crazy toddler running around. But right now we like go so long between dates that it just feels like this big hole you know, shebang and that we need to do something fancy and get dressed up and go to a nice place and spend a bunch of money, blah, blah, blah. But if we make it more of a regular thing, so it's just more of a normal part of our routine, especially if it's like super low key and on a weeknight or whatever, we can do something casual and it's good for us to have, you know, some separation from Rhett and for him to see us prioritize time for our relationship, especially as he gets older and more aware of things too. So that's something that we definitely want to do more in the new year as well. Other goals that we have, we do have some other goals as like a family. Um, Obviously, having a baby (laughs) is a big one. Um, We have some little like projects that we'd like to do in the new house. Like we want to screen in our porch outside. Um, We might expand the patio eventually. These are none of these things are urgent and they're not like super important goals, but just things that we are like, you know, kind of that are on our radar for the next year. We would love to finish our basement. Um, That may be a little bit more of a long term goal, depending on a few things. But um, that's something that we would really love to do as well. 
Um, I do have some business goals as well. I won't bore you with all of them because <laughs> I know not all of you are here for that or really care about that. But I do want to just put it out there into the universe and also make you guys aware that I have a goal of launching an online course. I've mentioned this a few times. I know you guys have probably heard me mention it. If not, then there you go. Um, But this is something that I've had on my heart and mind for a couple of years. And I just really want to help make nutrition and health feel easy. And I think we live in a world, especially, you know, again, this will be very timely because this time of year, there's so much messaging out there about diets and weight loss and all the things that you need to do to change yourself and, you know, just things like that make health seem so freaking complicated and impossible to achieve. But I want to go against that and show you how simple it really can be. But it does require a little bit of effort. And so just showing you, you know, what that can look like realistically in your life with a normal average budget and busy people like moms or you know working individuals whatever it may be. So that is my goal is to launch a an online course that is geared toward healthy eating and nutrition from a non-diet perspective. So if that's something that interests you, I will leave a link in the show notes for you to sign up for my email list because my email list will be the first people to know when things are happening there. Um, And I'll also include a link to a survey if you want to provide a little bit of feedback as far as like specific questions that you have or things that you'd like to see in a course if that interests you at all. But yeah, that is a big goal of mine for this year. I'm just really excited about the possibilities of that. So stay tuned. I will keep you posted on that. Um, (laughs) But otherwise, you know, obviously I want to continue to grow my podcast. I have a few like big dream guests in mind that I'd love to have on the show. Kind of some numbers, goals as far as followers and views and all these like behind the scenes things that again, you guys probably don't really care that much about. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I would love to um, just continue to grow my business and be able to be really intentional and strategic about my business. Because again, when you're spread kind of thin, it's hard to like decide where and how you want to spend your time. Maybe, you know, now that I'm talking about it out loud and just like thinking to myself, (laughs) I should probably hire more help in the new year. Um, That is, you know, another goal that I think would likely very much benefit me and my family is just me feeling a little bit less spread thin. So I'm not resentful sometimes of my business. Like I love what I do, but it's hard when I don't feel like I can, again, give 100% to everything. So it all comes full circle. <laughs> I, I clearly have some stuff to work on in that department. But anyway, those are some of the, th- the main things that I wanted to share for today. Hopefully it's helpful just to kind of like hear someone else's goals and, and also have a reminder that like, guess what? Your goals do not have to be focused on your weight or your body or changing the way that you look or again, changing everything about yourself. But thinking about, okay, what are some things that I can focus on that will really serve me well and improve my physical and mental and emotional health? And again, mine are like very relationship focused, like focusing on how can I enrich my life with spending more time with the people that I love, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's it's very, it's totally okay to have health goals. Obviously, you know, I always say this as a dietitian, I think it's amazing to have health goals, but just kind of checking in with your why behind it and your motivation for wanting to set those goals and whether or not those goals are serving you and feel realistic long term. So all all good things to check in with as we are, you know, in this time of year. Something that I also just thought about was in the spring of last year was when I started reading again. 
And I set a goal at that time to read 20 books for the year. And I'm recording this on December 27th. So I have like five days left of this year and I'm like 80% done with my 20th book. So I'm about to hit my goal, which is amazing. And honestly, reading is something that has brought me so much joy this year. And I want to encourage you to give it a shot. Again, if you're looking for like non-diet related goals and things that will like enrich your life. And maybe you're not currently a reader or you've never been a reader or you just got out of the habit of doing it in recent years. It can be such a great way to freaking unplug from social media, relieve stress, just dive into a story that you really enjoy. I have just found so much joy in reading and honestly, like connecting with my followers and like talking about different books and stuff has been so fun. So definitely recommend if you do end up wanting to pursue this goal, follow me on Goodreads because <laughs> I have, I've like saved all of the books that I've read over this past year and absolutely loved. I've pretty much read, I don't think I've, I've read like any books that I didn't like because I pretty much got like direct recommendations from people, um, like a lot of my followers and I'm like, please only give me like four or five star <laughs> recommendations because I'm not trying to waste my time on like a two. Um, so anyway, that's, you know, check out my list and I'll keep sharing um, as I keep reading books that I love. But that would be an awesome goal if you're looking for some additional goals to, to embrace for this year. Um, and then next week's episode, just to kind of give you a little teaser here, I'm sharing an episode with a follower, actually. Her name is Danny Riley. She reached out to me to share her story, and I'm really excited to share this one with you guys. So Danny is someone who in the past has struggled with the, with binge eating disorder, and she still lives in a larger body, but is she is actively working to heal her relationship with food in her body. And I think you will all love and appreciate her perspective and maybe you know, have some good mindset shifts from it as we continue to hear all the messaging around diets and weight loss this time of year. So just, I think it'll be really timely and super helpful. Um, sometimes I think it's helpful for it to come from someone else besides me. Um, you know, if it's maybe a little bit more relatable from someone who's not um, a dietitian, or again, you know, something that I mentioned in that episode too, is I do live in a thinner body. And so I know that it's hard sometimes to hear that messaging from someone who is in a thin body. And so again, I just appreciate her reaching out and being vulnerable and wanting to to share her experience and perspective. So yes, keep an eye out for that next week to drop on Wednesday. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was kind of quick, but I hope you took away some ideas that'll be helpful for you and just enjoyed hearing kind of what my focuses are for the new year. I would love to hear from you on what some of your goals or intentions are for 2023. If you want to leave me a review and let me know, that would be amazing. Your feedback, again, means more than you know, and it really, really helps my show grow um, to get ratings and reviews. So please, please take a minute to do that if you could. Again, that's a goal of mine for this year is to grow my show and get more listeners. So thank you again for supporting that and being here and listening, and I appreciate you guys so much. So I will talk to you next week, and again, Happy New Year. I hope you enjoyed this episode and took away some tips or wisdom that you can apply to boost your health and happiness starting today. If you did, I would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review to help other women like you find my show and get inspired to start living a life they love. Also, take a quick screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me at wellness for the win so I can see why you love today's show. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you next time.